Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Hi everyone, welcome to the final energy update for the year, although I'm happy to announce I'm doing a free annual forecast on December 21st, day of the solstice. I've done this for a few years. I take an in-depth look at what themes will be showing up for us in the year of 2024, and I do this live broadcast completely free. So if you'd like to be there for Visioning 2024, check out the link below this video as to where you can sign up to be present for the live broadcast. But for today, we're going to take a look at seven themes that I've received for this month of December. They are a little varied, uh, which tells me a lot about the nature of the month to come, but I first want to just touch base on how you're doing after the last couple of months. You know, I'm hearing and seeing reports and feeling from people the sleepless nights, the shock that people are going through. Last month, one of our themes was recovering your nervous system and how we have to take care of ourselves, not as an act of soothing or repair, but in times like these, these very specific transformational times that we are in, your ability to self-care and look after yourself is actually going to lead to your strength as a person, how you show up in the world, how you show up for your loved ones, those in need. So thinking about how you can continue to deepen your practices around how you look after yourself and your own personal well-being while we are going through a very tumultuous time on the planet. This month there are some themes that refer to that, but there are also some other very high energies that will be present. So depending on where you're at in your own process, where you're at in your own life, you're going to relate to some or more of these themes than others, but let's get started. So the first theme of the month is moon energy activation. Moon energy activation. I'm not often given messages about moon energy or sun energy, so this really struck me and it was the first theme I was given. And what I was told this means is there will be a potent moon energy in December. And this supports the mystical, revealing of the hidden, so this can be hidden realms, mystical elements, but it can also mean revealing of things that people or groups are hiding in general, so that can come to the surface globally, but it may also relate to some of your personal relationships. Maybe there's something that you've been hiding that you will reveal this month, or maybe there are people around you who have been hiding things that will suddenly rise to the surface. But moon energy also most deeply relates to opening of the heart and 
your third eye or your intuition becoming stronger. So moon energy activation in December. So as you sit with this, it means that those of you who are already intuitively wired, intuitively led, perhaps intuition is a huge part of your daily life, don't be surprised if you get some real power surges this month. And that can be quite destabilizing. You know, I've had a few friends in my universe in the last few months who are very intuitive and wired that way, who are going through some massive transformations in the way that their intuition comes to them. Some of them are having intuitive experience in areas they previously never did. So whether it's being more aware of loved ones of people that they're meeting who've passed over. So speaking to beings from the other side, which isn't normally their thing, but suddenly it's becoming their thing. Others are having messages come to them in dreams in a stronger way. So whenever the third eye is activating, it activates for all of us, no matter how used to working with your intuition you are or aren't. So if you're someone who doesn't really think of yourself as intuitive, that's maybe something you ascribe to others. Don't be surprised if in December you start having more of those intuitive experiences, synchronicities, awakenings. I always say that the simple acts of intuition that we often dismiss are things like you receive a text message or an email or a phone call from somebody that you were just thinking about in the last 24 hours. That is the crossing over of our psychic highways. We're aware they're thinking of us or we're thinking of them and that makes them think of us. That's one of the most common ways that we have evidence of our intuitive connection. But then there are so many layers to intuition. And the one thing I always remind people is intuition is so personal and so it should be. It's like people sometimes ask me questions about channeling as if they think they should be channeling a certain way. And my experience in life has led me to understand that there is no way. There is no one way for anything. We're multidimensional beings having multidimensional experiences. But when you look at the realm of intuition, it relates to the senses, it relates to what we feel, it relates to what we know, it sometimes relates to what we hear, what we see, what we perceive. So there are many intuitive senses in us and these are going to be rising. And I think sometimes there is a kind of excited idea about that. Oh great, I'm gonna get more intuitive. The shadow side of increasing intuition is not always knowing how to interpret what you're receiving. Sometimes it can cause problems in relationships. If you choose to share intuitive information with someone that you're getting, that you either haven't sought their permission for, or you haven't couched it in a way that they can receive it, or they're just against it and they don't want to know. So moon energy activation. There is a potent moon energy this month that will be supporting a rise of intuition, anything to do with the mystical, and also revealing of the hidden. So this could be us learning more things, which we're already learning on the planet on a, on a weekly basis at the moment, things coming out that have previously been hidden or suppressed, but that can also show up in our very direct personal relationships and maybe even ourselves. Something that we have perhaps hidden from ourselves or have kept buried in our subconscious that suddenly rises in December because it's very much about revealing and bringing to the surface these gifts. You know, my advice with intuition is always um, research. Research yourself, study yourself.
become the one to gather data about the way that your intuition works. I'm not a proponent of, great, you got an intuitive message, go and apply it to your life. Sit with it, keep asking more questions, keep feeling into it. Seek your own counsel and perhaps seek counsel from a few wise people in your life if you have the rising of this new energy or this new ability that is a little unknown or untested to you. The way we refine our intuitive ability is to study it and to study how it moves through us and to study its effect in our life. I've occasionally met people who claim their intuition is so powerful that they just have to follow it, but they're not watching the series of car crashes that they're letting happen in their life because of their perceived powerful intuition. And you have to ask yourself, how do you want to live? Do you want to live in a harmonic way where your intuition is useful and harmonizing for your life and the lives of others? Or do you want to worship at the altar of intuition in a way that makes you you know, sometimes fall into what we call the guru trap, where you put that above everything else, everyone else's feelings, your own well-being. So intuition is a, is a challenging uh, power to tap into. It's, it's not just a gift, it's something that we actually have to be very respectful and careful around. So for those of you who are coming online intuitively right now, take it slow, take a breath, test and retest things, and research as much as you can if this is a new world for you. There's plenty out there, so I hope some of that helps. And again, opening the heart was the other theme in there that we will come to in a moment because the heart comes up quite strongly in a few themes from now. Theme number two, which I resisted, um, and I'll tell you why I resisted it. The theme was allowing what will we allow? And my immediate argument was, we've talked about this for months this year. This has come up in so many ways. And what they said was, yeah, because it's really important. So when you ask yourself, what am I allowing? Ask yourself on a negative and a positive level. So on a positive level, you can check, am I allowing myself to experience joy or lightness or abundance or anything that's positive for your life? Am I allowing myself to go and do this thing I feel like I want to do for this person that might bring them positivity, but I'm not really allowing myself to do it because I'm making a decision they might not want it without following through. So what will we allow relates to what we will give ourselves to and what we will give to ourselves. And perhaps on the negative side, What are you allowing in your life right now that needs to stop? Is there an aspect of your behavior that you know you need to stop doing? And this is happening for all of us. We're all shaking off older parts of ourselves, denser or heavier parts of ourselves. Perhaps it's destructive behavior toward yourself or someone else. And you've had this in you on some level for years and years and years, but you're noticing it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And that relates to the next theme too, which I'll get to in a second, but allowing, what will we allow? Questions we are asking ourselves personally and collectively. And of course, what are we allowing as a people around war and the energy of war is a huge focus right now. Again, the next theme will speak to that. So what are you allowing in your life that you feel good about? Or what would you like to allow into your life more? 
The end of the year is a great time to think about the year ahead. There is a collective energy at the end of a year about the year ahead. It doesn't mean necessarily that you can't make changes for your future life in June, July or August. But because there is a seasonal element for all of us around December and January and you know the common thing is New Year's resolutions, there is this tradition in our collective of taking a moment to pause and look back and look ahead in this month of December and early January. So this is a good time to ask yourself, is there anything you're allowing in your own life or your own behavior or your own patterns that you're ready to let go of? You're ready to shed. You're ready to get help with if you recognize you can't do it by yourself. And then equally, what could you be allowing into your life that either a belief you've held for years or a trauma or just not really putting the time and the focus into creating that circumstance for yourself, what is it you could now focus on allowing into your life and just put some conscious energy towards it, put an intention towards it, say it out loud, write an affirmation of what you want to bring into your life. It's amazing how when we do that, the body crackles. So let's say you're feeling really lonely right now. Will you allow good people into your life? Will you allow good community into your life? Will you allow a great set of new friends or a love of some kind into your life or a pet or whatever it is? And it's amazing how when we write those intentions down, usually there's an emotion in the body. There's a reason we haven't allowed those things. It's not as simple as, oh yeah, I'll just allow that. Never thought about it before. I'm completely clear of thoughts or emotions around this. Usually you write it down and something moves in the body. That's why writing down your intentions and your affirmations is a good practice. It's not so that you remember, it's so that you start moving the energy through your body. So, what will we allow, both negative and positive? This theme of allowing keeps coming up in 2023, so it's important. Theme number three, it's a fairly obvious one, I think, to those of us that have been tracking everything the last couple of months, peace bringers. There is an activation of the need for the allowance of peace on the planet. There is an activation of the need for the allowance of peace on the planet. I know one of the things that has been so distressing for so many in the last seven weeks or so, um, and of course maybe you're watching this at the end of December, in which case it's almost three months, has been the amount of fighting that's going on in people's opinions about the war in the Middle East or all the wars going on around the world right now. So those of you that are peace bringers, you will be getting very serious about your mission right now. And I've seen some amazing discussions where people have really, um, really sat in their heart and their mind and been able to communicate very effectively, even if there are disagreements. But conflict energy is rippling in all areas. So we have to be mindful. You know, conflict energy is a very traumatizing energy for us. And of course, historically, we have so much in our ancestral collective body around conflict energy. So it activates very quickly. It triggers safety. It triggers, are we okay? And what's interesting about conflict energy is because it comes from the base chakra, it hits fear. It tends to ripple quite strongly. So 
you've seen this playing out in the world. You may have been having it in your own conversations. You may have been engaged in online conversations where conflict of opinion is flying around. So just be really mindful about that. It's very easy to get triggered. It's very easy to get pulled into an argument or a fight or one of your own wounds around the fact that you're shocked that people are seeing things in a very different way to you. But that is the world we live in at the moment. Part of the healing of where we're at as a society right now in 2023 is that difference. But again, if you really ask most people on the planet, what do they want? They want peace and they want safety. So most of us on the planet want that. But it doesn't mean we're also not working through our own issues of peace and conflict and it exists in us because we've grown up in this world. So if you're a peace bringer, you will have already been in a massive activation the last couple of months. But especially in December, there is going to be a stronger energy around you understanding and deepening your mission of peace. Now, some of you won't be out there as activists in the world, but you might be the peace bringer on your street, in your family, in your immediate group, or if you're not a people person, in the area that you live with the animals that you're with, the nature that you're with. It all has an effect. So if you're a peace bringer, you will be having much more clarity and forward momentum in December, even though some of you will have felt very activated since October, but uh, there will be a little more, shall we say, ease, clarity and purpose around how to crank up the dial on the mission that you are here for, which is to help to usher in peace in whatever way you can, in whatever areas you can. It's, it's, um, it's intense work. So that's also why I go back to what I say to all of us. It's important to, when you're working on the front line in any way, shape or form, whether you're an emergency worker or whether you're an emotional emergency worker, whatever your role is, you know, this is why we have to keep an eye on our own nervous system when we are working with the nervous system of the others and the world, which is really activated right now. The next theme, number four, is strange events and messages from other realms. Strange events and messages from other realms. This was an intriguing one to me. Uh, what I got for this is meaningful moments with strangers and unexpected messages, strange circumstances and events. And the message is, this is the other world and other realms coming into our human world more and more. Are you seeing it? So meaningful moments with strangers and unexpected messages. You know, if you've been around me for a while, you know that I love talking about the people I meet in the airport or in the Uber or because that, that to me is the, is the real test of, of us as people. Of course, we have really deep, close relationships. But to me, it's what happens when you walk around the world and you bump into people and have conversations where there isn't a foundational relationship present. It's just very much a momentary interaction with other people in the world. So this was an interesting one to me. You might be noticing an increase in your life around highly meaningful interactions with seeming strangers, perhaps messages coming through strangers, you know, messages are everywhere. So if we really pay attention to what someone is saying to us, 
the vibrations that we're finding ourselves in, we can always zoom out and go, why am I experiencing this right now? And what is it that the universe is bringing me to, asking me to see or feel, maybe asking me to choose differently than what I'm standing in front of? Am I awake to what's going on? So there will be a level of messages from angels that you meet in human form as you walk around the world. But equally, this goes back to the um, moon activation and the intuition. The other world and other realms are really beginning to peek through into mainstream life more than ever before. And so for those of us who that this has been somewhat normal, you know, for me, I'm 25 years into this feeling more normal, though, of course, it's arguable because you don't always feel it's normal when you're speaking to someone who it's not normal for. Um, but more and more people who previously had never looked into this kind of stuff are having experiences they cannot explain. The Z's, my guides, have said for years that we're, we're in this time now where the unusual is becoming more usual. It doesn't mean that tomorrow the world's going to look, you know, like a spiritual festival, and nor should it necessarily. Um, but it does mean that we, as what we used to believe we were as humans, is really changing. And it's becoming a lot more connected to other dimensions, other realms. So you yourself might just be having a deepening in that area. But it's fascinating that your friends, your relatives, people that you meet that you wouldn't have thought you'd have been having that kind of conversation with, more people want to have that conversation and they're looking for people to have the conversation with. So even if you've been someone who's very in the spiritual closet about your own experiences or your own beliefs, this might be a great time that if someone brings it up with you, you know, just to gently have that conversation with them, it might be helpful or galvanizing to the person to be able to have this conversation with someone else. Not necessarily that you're putting yourself in the role of therapist or guru for them, not at all. Just human to human, having a normalizing conversation around that which was previously not that normal. I often have them, and not because people I know what I do. I, I usually don't talk about that when I meet people out and about in the world. But of course, because of my wiring, I invariably, people talk to me about that stuff. So I'm noticing it's happening more for me, but more than my own personal experience, this message came from above and I'm seeing it and hearing it from people out there in the world. So strange events and messages from other realms. First rule is don't freak out if it starts happening to you and this is weird for you. Second rule is check it out, you know, research it, pay attention, make notes on what's happening to you. Go and look for other people out there in the world or go online and see is this happening to other people. And um, thirdly, help to be a normalizing or a galvanizing force for those people in your life who are having these experiences and it's more shocking to them. So. That's what that theme relates to. Okay, theme number five, arrival of the high heart. Now, the high heart is something that I heard them say. It's some, within the last year or two, I feel like that came out as a theme with a different, a different slant. The high heart is harmonic. So when the heart flows, knows, and sees from a rounded, intuitive, and peaceful perspective, more of us than before are able to live from our hearts in this way now. So the arrival of the high heart, let's say you're in an argument with someone and their wound is activated and your wound is activated and you're trying to, you know, kind of 
punch it out through words or emotion or standoff or not talking to each other or whatever. When the high heart is there, it all gets bypassed, which is great. When your high heart is allowed to remain in your body, there is a far bigger perspective at work than an egoic wound or something that someone's upset about that you then get upset about and there's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The high heart's just bigger than all of it because the high heart is taking in the third eye, which can see the bigger picture, and also your crown chakra and above, your connection to your soul, your connection to that which is far bigger than the size of our human life and focus. Now, it's hard to completely bypass your human life and focus, and for most of us, it's not where we're supposed to find ourselves. We're supposed to live with more soul and more awareness as humans, and, and that way, enlighten what the human can be. So the arrival of the high heart as a theme is a good thing because it means that more of us will be able to live from our higher knowing, seeing and feeling hearts than ever before more of the time. It's an amazing energy in conflict, which is why I think it's coming out now and why it links with the method of peace bringers because the high heart doesn't need to fight over right or wrong. It doesn't need to defend its territory. It understands that all territory is exactly what's supposed to be happening and it's able to stay contained, centered and balanced. So the high heart is harmonic. So more of you might be feeling this high hearted energy in yourself, in your life, in your ability to let things, you know, just roll off your back or that kind of way of being. So when the heart flows, knows and sees from a rounded, intuitive and peaceful perspective, that's the harmonic high heart and it's getting stronger on earth for more and more people right now. Um, and equally, you might be the person who finds yourself in the presence of a high heart while you're defending something. And that's okay. You know, if you're like defending something and you're like, oh, they're very peaceful. Oh, okay. Because that can help you too. You know, that, that can help you put down the fists and just go, oh, okay, okay. Because you know you're not under threat. They're not trying to kill you. They're not trying to annihilate you. They're not trying to make you wrong. There's a difference of opinion and that's par for the course. But opinions are always based on emotions. Opinions are never thought based only. It's why whenever anyone says, this is not emotional for me, when they're in a fight or when they're in a strong opinion, they don't understand that thought and emotion are completely closely linked. So, okay. Um, death energy, shock and loss. Death energy, shock and loss. You know, I've said to a few different people in my life in the last two weeks, I cannot believe how on a daily basis either someone close to me or a friend of someone close to me or someone that we know or events in the world, something is hitting somebody in a really big, powerful, difficult, shocking way, an energy of loss and death. You know, there's a lot of death flying around. And of course, you've heard me talk about, you know, our mainstream media needs to be reformed because if we are only ever focused on the negative through our mainstream media, someone in my life recently said uh, they wanted to put the news on in my house. And I said, no, 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 I don't just have the news on. I selectively look at news. I won't let that broadcast into my house because of the vibration it's broadcasting. They understood, but they were surprised because it wasn't something they considered. So the thing about 
death energy shock and loss is we've got an ongoing ripple effect of world and personal events that are really strong and this can lead to either we dig deeper into our personal compassion and grace either for others in the world or our way of handling it we're like okay i'm gonna have to dig deep here on how i can handle this and show up or the other end of that is fear and withdrawal or worst case scenario fight so you can go into fear that leads to fight you can go into fear that leads to anxiety panic attacks you can go into withdrawal because you just want to pull away i don't want to know i'm just going to back away from all of this they're temporary states they're not states where your full energy is available to you so you have to be able to work through those feelings it's okay to recognize you're in fear in fact it's good to recognize you're in fear the problem is when we don't the problem is when we don't know that our fear is running the show our wound is running the show then we're in trouble then as humans we just start replaying things that aren't going to be good for us and aren't going to be good for the world so ask yourself how you're dealing with this ongoing theme of death energy shock and loss and i say that not to get you to emotionally react to those words if anything it's a real challenge for you not to can you see that as a theme in the world and use your all-seeing eye to recognize that's going on and to know that there are times when you will be emotionally affected by that but that it's not good for you to be consumed with an emotional reaction to that theme that won't actually be good for you or anyone so it's challenging i'm not saying it's easy but it's a really important thing to be aware of because right now that's very much the energy weather on the planet and that's something that we are learning strength around not necessarily because we like it but because that's the weather that we find ourselves in so because of that we find ways to rise within it and to gather our strength for this very particular time on earth and the final theme of the month which leads from you know the heavier theme that i just gave you are you letting yourself feel wonder wonder the energy of wonder w o n d e r are you letting yourself feel wonder when did you last look at your life or something in the world or a person or a thing that you're doing and feel just heart open about it or lit up about it and if you hear me say that and that distresses you or depresses you because you think oh my god i can't remember okay then it's time now it's time to sort that out it's time to go what do i need to help me get back on my feet because i can't live like this i can't do five more months like this if i've done this for three six months that's not okay that's not who we're supposed to be so it might be you need to let support or help into your life to allow you to move to a place where you can still have moments of wonder you know i've been around people in the worst kinds of circumstances terminal illnesses and it's interesting how even in those circumstances wonder can still and in fact often with oncoming death wonder gets stronger because there is a a wonder of the miracle of being alive so in this theme i wrote here remembering the wonder of being alive and the miracle of it childlike wonder is a powerful force then we live from a less programmed place 
and a more possible place. So, you know, the reason your kids ask you eight million questions when they're little is because they are coming to the world from a place of wonder. They've got enough soul amnesia about this place that they're like, what is this? How does this work? What does this mean? They have a level of wonder around their engagement with the world. And it's not that kids aren't very quickly learning about areas in, the, in our way of being that would shut them down, but the wonder doesn't go away for quite a while if the child is held in enough support in those early years that they can let their wonder reveal itself and play in the world. So it's an interesting time. I know many of you won't necessarily celebrate Christmas, but for those who do celebrate Christmas, I think wonder, gratitude, presence, I mean presence with a CE, although I know the TS kind exists as well, but those are, the, those are the qualities that are often cultivated or some of the higher qualities that can be cultivated at a time like this. So can you let yourself feel some wonder in December? And wonder, again, doesn't mean extreme joy or extreme excitement. It just means that moment where you take a breath, you look at your body, you realize, God, I'm alive. And especially with how many people we are hearing about who are losing their lives or struggling with their health or all of those things, you know, it's really important to, within your compassion around all of that, also be able to go, wow, I'm alive today. What does that mean? Why am I here? What am I here to do? What can I engage with? Really important energy on the planet right now, and one that's easily forgotten in heavier times. So, are you letting yourself feel wonder? I surely hope you can this month. That's my wish for you, that you can either feel some wonder in December or you can make an intention that 2024 is going to include more of that for you. And again, please join me on December 21st for my live solstice broadcast. I will be in England, so I'll be broadcasting live from England. We'll put the link to Visioning 2024 underneath. And much like one of these uh, energy updates that I do every month, there will probably be around seven or eight themes that I'm going to download for 2024, like a big arc of what will we be seeing in the year to come. And I will also channel my guides um, for the last part of that broadcast as well. So for those of you who've never experienced that, um, I'll be doing that too. Um, and then the other thing that I have coming up in January, which we'll play you a trailer for in just a moment, is my annual rebirth course. It's my longest running online course. Um, we're about to do our seventh year of rebirth. And it's always a really fascinating time for healing, for visioning forward, for creating the year ahead that you want. And we always get amazing people from all over the world. So thank you to those of you who are joining us again. And for those of you who'd like to see if Rebirth is for you, we'll play you a trailer in just a moment. But lastly this month, I'm thrilled that we have put out into the world our new musical album, Medicine Mantras. I know many of you have already seen the videos which were created by Rebecca Hall, our wonderful video editor and animator, to these musical pieces that Devor Bozik and I created earlier this year, actually, specifically for my Portal members. And they are affirmations and mantras that I've received from my guides over the years. One example being, I release any energies and emotions that are not mine. It's a saying I have used for years at the end of workshops, in my daily life, 
making sure that you're just keeping your energy field clean. So my idea was, what if we set them to music? What if I create a melody for them and then Devorah and I create this musical world for them so that people can remember the melody and that's what we did. So my portal remember, members receive them first early this year with other recorded material that I give them every month. So uh, check out the portal if you're interested in following along with me every month on a monthly basis. But the medicine mantras are now available. So they're on all streaming platforms. Uh, wanted them to be with you so that as we go into the new year, you could have them infusing your homes, your hearts, your minds. And thank you to everyone for the beautiful feedback. Um, the cover for the album is just over my shoulder here, maybe a little out of focus, but um, we also have a limited edition of CDs. Um, which uh, have been moving very quickly. So if you do want it on CD, I would recommend you get one of those now from leeharrismusic.com, which is where you will also find links to all the streaming platforms and digital downloads. Okay, everyone, leaving you with a trailer for Rebirth. I hope to see you on December 21st. If you don't make it there, but you'll be back in January for the January energy update, have a great end of your year and I really hope you can take some time to ask yourself what am I allowing? What do I want to call in? And can I let myself feel some wonder? Take care. Hi everyone, I'm thrilled to say that I am bringing back Rebirth, my annual January course for 2024. Rebirth was something I created seven years ago when I recognized the potential that we all have as we move into a new year to look ahead and vision and become very conscious about the kind of future we want to create while also perhaps letting go and learning from the year that we have just been through. So Rebirth is a combination of channeling from my guides the Z's, music, but also energy teaching, working with you on how you can become even more adept at learning how to guide your life how to notice your patterns and habits, how to let go of the old, and how to really allow yourself to move into the next level of your life and your identity. It's you coming into the 2.0 version of your way of life, your way of being, and more importantly, the way you experience the world around you and the life that you are living. Rebirth is delivered through live broadcasts, but also some pre-recorded video with myself and my musical partner, Davor Bozik, where we get to take a really deep dive into the process of transformation. Alongside all of this, you will experience movement and Qigong with Stephen Washington, have access to a specially curated Rebirth Healing Lounge, where various videos and audios can support your process of transformation, and access to our private community forum for Rebirth members. This is where incredible conversations, support and sharing take place between all of our participants from around the world. If you can't make it for any of the live broadcasts, don't worry, we will have full replays available for all of you and the whole experience you will have lifetime access to. You can take it at your own pace, but the reason we do it in January is it is such a fertile and potent time to cast your intentions, look ahead, and become a little more conscious about the life you might like to step into and allow yourself to experience. Rebirth begins on January 19th. 
and finishes on January 31st. We look forward to welcoming you for Rebirth 2024.